And welcome back to the CA Power Players Podcast. Today, I got a special guest, big time guest, big time company doing special stuff. I've got Micah Levanos from Marcon Benefits Group. Micah, welcome to Springfield, Missouri. Thank you. Killed it. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Andy. bro. Dude, it's cool that y'all are in town, right? Like you got the whole Marcon Benefits Group company. Why don't you introduce some of the special guests behind you that are part of the team that aren't in the shot, but that's okay. Um, they're here. They're hanging out with you, and so we might as well. Absolutely, yeah, I'd be happy to. So we've got the whole team with us today. We we traveled heavy, so we've got our president, like uh, Todd Marley, with us. Yes. Uh, CEO Larry Connor, uh, Vice President of Operations Kent Mercer, and then Boom. myself, Michael Levinos, Vice President of Sales with Marcon Benefits, and we're very excited to be here and uh, you know meet with the the team again after Eight Percent Nation and tell a little bit about our story and. Get to know each other a little better. Yeah, man. How was the uh, how was the first experience ever of being in an eight percent, being at a being at a conference together? Um, it was it was a very unique experience. I don't think yeah. any of us really initially knew what we were getting into. Had a couple of great conversations with some people in your team, and once we got there, um, things unfolded rather quickly for us. Yeah, and we um, we appreciated the time, the effort that went into putting an event together like that. And um, I think we all walked away with something a little bit better than uh, what we showed up with. Good, man. Well, you are an impressive group, a unique group, right? You even have ringers step in in golf tournaments for you when you can't make it, Uh, (laughs) Kent. um, (laughs) We do. Yes, uh, shout out to Kent Mercer, our, the, right. the best golfer on the team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He was that day, or at least the stand-in was, right, Earl? Yes, Earl. Um, good friend of ours, Earl Lemons. Yeah. How long's Marcon Benefits Group been in business? So so Marcon Benefits Group itself has, has been together since 2019, but the story okay. starts um, m- much farther uh, back from then. Um, so so our, our two um, senior partners – uh, Todd and Larry have a combined 65 years of experience in, in their own agencies. That's like one whole senior citizen, man. That's, that's a long time. That's one whole senior citizen. If you're in the Medicare space, I mean, these guys put together, that's what they were doing. Um, their experience is turning 65. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and, you know, two very, very successful agencies. <clears throat> and um, in 2019, things really just made sense for them to combine those together, join forces, uh, join products, solutions, resources, and come together as Marcon Benefits. And, and so um, that's that's our, our initial backstory. Yeah, that's cool, man. And what's yours? So so. Yeah, where did I come into the picture? Where did yeah. this guy come from? And you're a little younger than these cats behind you, man. You Just know? by, you know, 65 years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess they could jump in camera at any point and just deck you. but As long as they're not in the frame, I'm just going to say whatever I want. <laughs> No, um, my story is, is, you know, in the insurance world starts in 2014. So I spent um, a number of years um, in the military. Uh, I spent a a few years in the oil and gas industry. And um, in 2014, my my first daughter was born. And uh, she was born in in April. And by the time July came around, um, I was working an average of 60 to 70 hours a week in the oil field. And... um, by the time July came around, I started to realize that um, the quality of life that I was living was not mm-hmm. was not there. And I knew I wanted to do something different. I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I really had no direction. Uh, a friend of mine approached me somewhere around that period of time and said, "Hey, man, 
you got to come sell life insurance. Mm. And I'm like, okay, tell me more. Um, and so he kind of gave me the, the 30,000 foot view of, um, you know, what he was doing, selling life insurance captive with an agency. And, and I said, okay, well, what are the parameters, you know? And he said, you work for yourself. You can make as much money as you want to. You're your All own the boss. typical stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man. Boss. I mean, I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know where this story is going. Yeah. It was a, it was an over promise and an under deliver, um, at the end of it, but it was something different. I knew what I was doing wasn't sustainable for family life, which I was, you know, a very big yep. part of my life. And um, so I took the big, the big jump, and I, I quit my job cold turkey, studied for my insurance license. Uh, I got my life insurance license. Didn't even know that I could get a health license at the same time or that there was one. Yeah. I truly knew nothing about insurance at that point in time. And um, I, I got my license, and in, in August, um, I started working for this company, which shall be named unnamed yeah and um i was sold a bill of goods essentially i did extremely well my first month there was uh, some some lead balance debt that i wasn't aware of and i basically didn't make any money my first month and that was a problem because yeah you know i jumped in with both feet <clears throat> that led me to um mr todd marley's office marley financial group in uh southwestern pennsylvania i was actually looking for uh lead vendors mm. at that time and uh one of the lead vendors said, where? Yes. I'm on Pittsburgh. You know, where specifically Washington. Great. So you got to call, you got to call Todd Marley. Um, so I did, I called Todd, I met with him and his group and, um, things just matched really well. Yeah. We've had a number of very, very good years together, working together. Um, one of my mentors in the industry, very well respected. I've got a lot of love for him and the rest of the team. Yeah. What's been some of the, um, Actually, before I get there, I had one question I was thinking about. Um, I feel like somebody's got a lot of, and a lot of the you know listeners and agents can can really relate here. Um, you have to have a lot of belief in you to you know have a kid, have a you know successful career. You know, you're in oil and gas, you're working a ton of hours, you're making some money. You know, oh yeah, and to just go zero straight into the insurance industry, right? Even especially with all the promises, naturally. Yeah. Um, where does that come from, man? To be like, you know what? I believe myself enough. I got enough confidence in me enough that I think I can do this. Well, uh, I would say that, that the answer to that is multifaceted. Um, the The primary response would be my foundation growing up. So I'm the son of an extremely faithful and, and loving set of parents. Um, my father of uh, blessed memory who passed away this past year was an extremely faithful Sorry person that, uh, that taught me some valuable lessons. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of which, um, <laughs> one of which is, is that if you die before you die, then when you die, you will never die. And if you break that apart, what that means is I'm trying to, yeah. Um, I'll say it again. If you die before you die, then when you die, you will never die. You'll live forever. Mm. What that means is if you die to uh, your passions, your sin, the things that are holding you back from the next level of success, uh, the things that are making you unhappy in your marriage, if you die to those things now and today, then when you actually die, you'll you'll live forever in the afterlife. Um, and so he, he instilled a lot of great values in me um, yeah. and my mom as well. And, and then, you know, I spent 11 and a half years in the military and what that taught me was wow. 
you know which branch what'd you do i was in the army national guard and cool. um i was actually in small unit reconnaissance for seven of those years in the wow. sniper section thank you for your service staying yeah thank you um i appreciate the support <clears throat> yeah so um being in that role and um being in a in, in small unit reconnaissance where there's there's not a lot of support there was there was 10 10 guys in my section that was a complete section there was only 10 of us we didn't have you know a full um infantry um company that was you know working with us and supporting us yeah. so a lot of our missions were were very very small and close-knit and you had to be able to carry your own weight and uh, the person next to you had to know that you were going to be able to carry your weight and possibly theirs and vice versa um and so when it came time for me to make that decision to jump into the insurance industry um, there was a lot of the unknown and yes uh, I, I I really just drew from those experiences and said if if it can be done by someone else and and I knew that it had been there's more millionaires in this industry like you know than any other industry out there if it could be done right. by one person it could be done by myself mm -hmm. and so I would I I was gonna bet on myself and I did it's cool yeah and yeah. it's it's been a very fruitful career so far albeit somewhat short in comparison to yeah. some of my other colleagues but. But brag on some of your um, success a little bit, you know, sales-wise over the years. Like, what's that looked like for the audience out there that's like, man, this is a young, impressive dude, part of an amazing company that's really growing and scaling quick. What accomplishments has he had, per se? Sure. Um, I'll do that. It's uncomfortable for me, so sure. let's get let's well, dig into it. permission to brag on himself, okay? <laughs> so here we go. I'm going to make some stuff up here for you. <laughs> Unverified detail. <laughs> no, I'll tell the truth. So, so um, you know, my, my first month in the industry, um, I was, I made 10 life insurance sales. Um, and for me, that was, Actually, for a first month in life insurance is really good, by the way. Like, that's super yeah, rare. <laughs> that was, it was, a, it was a very, yeah, great month, um, numbers-wise. Um, and then whenever I, I moved over to Marley Financial Group, um, Todd started teaching me how to sell health insurance. Mm. And so he had come up with uh, the nation's first um, non-Obamacare plan, which was called the Pro-Life Health Plan. We sold upstream against the ACA, and it was a very, very wow. niche product, very niche market. If you had a moral, spiritual, ethical objection to Obamacare in any way, shape, or form, we had a solution for you. And so he taught cool. me how to sell that, that plan. Um, and to find those individuals that were in need of it, yeah. um, especially from a Christian and conservative background. No doubt. So um, over the next few years, we sold a lot of individual health insurance together. Yes. Um, one of the things we were talking about earlier was um, our, our leaders conference to Ireland with uh, with one of the insurance companies that we worked with. Oh, that's um, cool. It was the top, I think it was 40 producers and their spouses in the nation. Um, we spent a, a week in, in Ireland. We stayed in a castle. We were in mm. Adair Manor. We actually went to uh, we were in Dublin, and it was it was an incredible incredible That's trip. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what this industry provides, man. It's crazy. Like you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A lot of opportunity. A lot of. But a lot of it is finding the right home, finding the right place, being comfortable where you're at, and and because there's so many agents that are unhappy, they're struggling. Yes. And they didn't sell 10 life insurance policies the first month. Maybe they're not as naturally gifted as you are, maybe, right? But it doesn't mean they can't 
have a super successful career and make a lot of money and help a lot of people and correct be their own boss and find the freedom and make as much as they want and all of their stuff right right well and actually but most don't you brought up a good point about the successes that this industry has to offer you <clears throat> and you know I'd be remiss if if all I talked about was the successes because sure what allowed me to reach those heights was all of the valleys um, that I went through and we went through quite a few of them um, as as we were I was learning the health insurance market and the life insurance market I was learning I didn't know what a deductible was hmm. when I first got into this industry so um, there I still was, don't no, yeah I'm just I, <laughs> I neither do I <laughs> no I'm just kidding um, the um, yeah so the a lot of those um, highs that I've reached thus far and there's a long yeah. way to go are a direct result of the lows that I was willing to put myself through and, and my wife God bless her Zaina at home she and I had a couple of long conversations we continue to have these conversations as time goes on because yes. the the landscape changes from time to time but we knew that we were going to suck for mm. a little while um, and we did but we also knew that if we if we pass through that resistance, that the growth that we would experience uh, that would come from that would be insurmountable. Yes. So we've we've been through quite a few you know quite a few valleys. Um, you know, I have I have four children now. Um, wow, congrats! There was a point in time where I had a um, a car repossessed because I couldn't pay my bills early on in my career, mm. and I'm actually what kind was of that? Proud. What was that feeling like? Well, it was because that I, wasn't a proud moment. There was not a problem. No, it was very, very, uh, yeah. exactly. I was, it was 1030 at night. I had, uh, um, we were, we were going to sleep and I got a phone call from a random number and I, um, picked up the call for some reason. I usually don't at 1030 at night, but yeah. I did. And this was a guy with a shaky voice on the other line. And he said, Hey man, I'm here to repossess your car. Mm. And I see you have a car seat in the back. And I just wanted to know if you wanted to come and get it. And I said, well, it's, how cool is that? Yeah. So that's really cool I'm of getting, you. I'm getting <laughs> goosebumps. That's that was wow. really cool of him. But I was, you know, that was a, you know, I walked down those stairs out to the street and I got that car seat out of the car and, you know, waved him off down the road as he went and had a real coming to Jesus moment about, um, you know, whether I was doing the right thing, mm. if I was in the right industry, um, talk about, you know, mind games where, um, you're not sure of yourself. Yeah. Um, but it, that moment is when I said that, you know, this will never happen again. And the very next day, bought a new lead package, went back out into the streets and we got off to selling. And I never did let that happen to me again. I experienced it. It was a, you know, a, a grounding moment in my life and career yeah. and moved forward. What kind of uh, vehicle, what kind of car was it? It was one I shouldn't have been driving that early in the, in okay. the career. It was it's a, a good lesson. It was a, Merce it was a Mercedes GLX. And I, that's a good car. Yeah, it was. A, I loved that car. My wife loved that car. We all loved that. Before car. you had any money, though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before I should have had that car, you know I had that car. You know what's funny is, yeah. um, people don't. I, I've only shared this once on maybe once on stage ever. It's interesting. When I was um, an intern, right before I went into selling insurance, I bought a long story short Maserati off eBay. Yeah. That came in and for like twenty grand, which is like here's your sign, right? Yeah. Um, and then it comes in <laughs> and it's got so many problems. The clutch blows before I even get home. Oh my goodness. And that was a good lesson for me, right? Because I was really trying to fake it before I made it and fake success. And yeah. So those are good lessons for all, everybody listening that's out there. You're like, man, I want to fake it. No, nah, you really don't, man. You'd rather have real success and real money yeah. and a real car you can afford. It feels a lot better when you can actually afford it. Yeah, because yeah. you don't feel like, 
right in your own skin. You yeah. kind of feel like a fraud. Like you're just trying to, it's more of instead of selling you on being successful, you're just trying to sell everybody else. Right. You know, it's a, and there's a level to that. I think that, you know, you have a balance that you have to yeah. find because people do need to believe, right. That's true. In, in, in your message, but you also have to be real with yourself. So yeah. that was a lesson I learned early on. I mean, okay. So if Todd would have been at, at back when uh, Marley financial group, if he'd have been, if he'd been rolling in the geo Metro when you met him and he was trying to recruit you, what would you have said then? Great question. At that and time, for those, a bunch of these listeners don't even know what a Geo Metro is. But my dad had it. one when he yeah. first started selling insurance for like seven years. <laughs> you know what? I, I could tell you what I would say now. Yeah. Me back then, I don't. I truly don't know what I would have said. I, would have, <laughs> I might have passed up on the opportunity. I said, "Well, I, you talk a great game, but he's one really, heck of a recruiter, though. Too. <laughs> it really doesn't look like it. I might have just walked on down the road. What, what, what do you drive now? Oh, I drive a minivan. I got four kids, man. Dude. <laughs> no, I've got I've got a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee and, and a minivan. That. I love um, it. I yeah. love it. That's cool. Um, but yeah, all of all of that um, that led us. That, so the the individual health insurance kind of led us to what I'm I'm doing now, which is yep. more on the group side of the house. Okay. And um, in in 2017, when I got back from my last deployment, right before I got out of the military. I had a, you know sat down with with Todd and I said you know we need to have a, gr- a presence in the group industry and, and we had a little one um, at, at that point in time but it it, it could have stood to grow considerably and um, I wanted to get into self funding level funding um, mm. you know getting into th- that part of the industry so um, so that's where that's awesome. my yeah my my path kind of took me and I I started to learn that side of the industry. Uh, had some great mentors um, along the way that have taught me a lot, and so in our business now, what I do is I help other agents write uh, level-funded and self-funded health plans. Um, one That's of the cool. myriad of products we can get to at some point that you know w- that our agency does. Yep. Um, we have a lot of extremely unique solutions that differentiate us in, yes. in multiple ways, but um, that's that's one of them. Yeah, so there's one thing I want to jump to before I I want to jump into Mark Klein a little bit more too, but I, I had one thing that's hilarious and surely y'all have seen this. I don't know. If not, you need to check it out and those listening need to too. There's a there's like a um there's some YouTube videos out there about health insurance. And one of them is someone going up to people on the street and asking them, "Do you prefer Obamacare or the Affordable uh, Care Act?" And it's hilarious because these people are like, depending on their beliefs and stuff, yeah. like you mentioned earlier, they're like, oh, no, I don't like that Obamacare or I love the affordable. And, <laughs> and they're like, why? Well, because it's affordable, you know, yeah. and it's just like they're just repeating back. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and people don't really people on the street don't realize it's the exact same thing. It's the same you know, thing. it's yeah. freaking hilarious. That shows how much people actually know about our industry. Yeah. But then agents are scared to death to go out and like call people about health insurance. And it's like. That's what you're competing with, man. Like it ain't that it ain't rocket science. Correct. You know? Yeah, it's a need and a very different sale than yes. the life insurance one, as you know. One's a selfish selfish purchase. The other one is an unselfish purchase. Um, everybody needs health insurance, yes. and you are going to use health insurance yourself. So when yes. you are sitting down with myself or, or or one of our agents, and you're talking about your needs, I mean, you're going to physically, it's tangible. Mm-hmm. You can, you're going to use it. Um, why, why should someone? If they're out there and they're like, I'm doing my thing and I like it. And, you know, maybe they, maybe you shouldn't pivot if you're, you know, tearing it up. But if, but if, why should they consider 
health insurance as a whole? Because I hear a lot. There's, I don't hear as much as I used to, but I used to hear a lot. There's no money in health insurance. And what's funny is some of the people with the most amount of money in this space are selling health insurance. Yeah. It's blew my mind this last couple of years, right? And I think yeah. it was, I think it was years ago. People were scared. Carriers were leaving the space and they're like, oh my gosh, right? But dude, it's made a resurgence like crazy. Yeah, it has. It's Why com- should they consider it? Well, depending on what your motive is, uh, there would be two reasons I would say would be the biggest ones. Number one is going to be the obvious one. It's going to be f- money, financials, right? There's a ton of money to be you made. You don't like that. Don't even listen to number don't, two. Just, yeah, yeah keep, on, keep on walking. This, is, this show isn't for you. Um, yeah, it's the money. There is a ton, a metric ton of money to be made in this industry selling health insurance. Why? I just said it. It's a selfish purchase, mm-hmm. okay? Like, you don't have health insurance today, Cody. You're on what I call the 100% plan. You're paying 100% of all of your own expenses. And while yeah. you're healthy and don't have an accident, that's fine. But let's talk about the statistics of the emergency mm. room visits. 92% are all accident-related. Let's talk about the likelihood um, of you having a high-dollar medical expense. The Milliman Institute studied 20 years of HSA data and found that once every three years, every household, regardless of the size, wow. files a high dollar claim of about $3,000 or more. So knowing that information, um, being able to relate with your prospect and, and, and share with them some of those darker sides in a, in a true and honest fashion um, really makes this a, a, a very fun place to be. Yeah. Um, and the other, the other reason would be um, the unselfish one, right? The, the one where I truly do believe um, the most success is made is you're helping people. Um, yeah. You are, you know, we have clients that have called us after particular claims and have, mm. depending on what product they had, uh, maybe it was a hospital indemnity plan with a catastrophic wrap on the background, have called us with 10, 20, $50,000 of of additional claims paid into their pockets, lump sum, cash-free, like a life insurance payment. Yes. That had, I mean, they say, I think it's the the number is around $16,000 is the amount of money that could make a a life-changing impact on someone's life. Wow. So imagine being that client and having a $50,000 check show up at your house. Um, I actually remember that that time very specifically. They called us. They were terrified. I got $50,000. What do I do? Hmm. Can I keep it? And they're like, well, I cash it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yours. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And it's something they care about. You know, like people care about health insurance. They don't always care about every insurance product, but they care about health insurance. They do. Yeah. They it's care unique. about health it's insurance. Cool. <clears throat> yep. So, okay. So, so we got, we got the, um, we know why health insurance, right? And I do believe it's something to really, really pay attention to. Um, what's unique and special about Marcon, this group, um, other than the fact that, you know, if, if you are either good at golf or you know people that are. <laughs> well, I know people that are good at golf. <laughs> Other people in the room are, are, are good at golf. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What's special about Marcon? Um, a lot of people say um, that they do things differently. A lot of people bring a unique um, uh, sales aspect to the table. One thing, and I've you know experienced um, quite a bit in this industry, not a lot, not not all of it, but I've experienced quite a bit from from a multiple different levels, from an, 
you know, individual agent to um, a, an owner to um, wholesale retail. I've seen a few different mm-hmm. sides of it, and what I've see with with this organization is that um, we have the products that actually back that up, and the um, the mental wherewithal on how to use them. Mm. So all of our approach is consultative, and we have things that no one else in the entire industry that I have found, I'm not going to name large, large, large agencies, but sure. people that are national um, aren't able to do some of the stuff that we're able to do only because yeah. of the relationships that we've established over the years. So why mark on benefits? We've got on the, sure, we do We do all the individual. We have the ACA. We have you know a, a, a small life insurance area. We do uh, hospital indemnity plans. But what our flagship model and products are, are our patented medical savings account and our Section 125 wellness plan and our level-funded health insurance. Now, level-funded health insurance isn't brand new. Um, And and some people listening might say, like, well, what's so different about that? But the the way – with our suite of TPAs and the the customization that we have with them – by integrating that patented medical savings account actually allows us to create a group health insurance product that has a vanishing deductible. Mm. So while national trend is at an, an average of 14% renewals every year, uh, we average single digit renewals and some of them are actually going reverse against trend. So everybody else is is getting a, a positive increase every year. Some of our clients yeah. are actually having negative increases. Wow! Because of the internal mechanics. That's cool. I like it. Those are also unique products that a lot of people aren't talking about, you know. And the, and, and a lot of listening may not even be aware of at the same time. You well, know? that um, that patented medical savings account um, it actually awards you up to two dollars or more in paid up medical benefits for every dollar that you put into that product. And it never expires. It rolls over from year to year, even past age 65. Like if you were to have uh, something like, I don't know, maybe like an HSA. When you turn age 65, it turns into an IRA. There's another taxable implication at that point in time. So it might be good for a period of time, but it's not truly going to go with you where you go. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's, it's owned by you. It's not even tied to any health insurance product. So you could have Blue Cross, United Cigna, Aetna, or the shifting sands of New Mexico health insurance, and you could still fund one of these accounts. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I love it. That's good, man. That's good. Um, if they want to learn more about you and Marcon and and start to dive in and learn more and and speak to y'all about what you're doing, uh, which is extremely impressive, how would they go about doing that? Yeah. So you could reach us at our website, MarconBenefits.com. Um, you can find us on YouTube. I love that. LinkedIn. Facebook, Marcon Benefits Group. And um, on all of those pages, there's a contact me button there. Could they email you? Could they reach out to you? Oh, certainly. I'd be happy to do that. Micah, M-I-C-A-H, at Marcon Benefits, plural, dot com. I like how you make your, you'll make your emails simple, too. It's not like Micah.com. Levinos at Mark. I've got a few of those group. too. We can, if Doctor. we want to, if we want, I figured you if did. we want to make it more I complicated. Like it. Yeah, I've got a few of those too. I would love to um, uh, to to engage with somebody that is either um, interested in learning about the opportunities in the health insurance space. Yeah, is already in that space and wants to find ways to 
also differentiate themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way: our agents, their clients, don't take calls from other agents. Yeah. Um, I mean, they'll answer the phone and they'll hear you, but sure. it's going to end there because the things that we're doing, nobody else is talking about, and awesome. and they're they're lifelong clients. It's good, yeah. man. That's good. So, markonbenefits.com or Micah at markonbenefits.com. Dude, That's I love right. it. Um, final advice for an agent that is in closing that is uh, they are struggling to produce consistent income and they're thinking about leaving the industry. Mm. That's a good question. Um, if I can, then will you? Uh, that simple value proposition is what differentiates and will determine whether or not you make it. So, mm. you know, if I can do this, will you do this? A lot of times when I found myself early in my career struggling with um, making a sale and doing what was right by my family, which was selling, yeah. um, I found that I wasn't asking for it. Um, and so if you're on that edge right there, I, I might, I might ask if you're, if you're asking for the sale, mm. if I can provide a better product, a better solution, a better plan, better renewals, chance for money back at the end of the contract period, would you be willing to spend about 15 to 20 minutes with me and have That's a serious good. conversation? Boom. I love it. Micah, Levanos, Marcon Benefits Group. Thanks for being on the podcast, bro. I appreciate you. Thanks, Cody. It's great to be here. Thank you for listening. Can't promise the next guest will be as cool as Micah, but we'll see you on the next one anyway.